Pinball Podcast Network. Hi. Uh, just a harmless squirrel, not a plastic explosive or anything. Nothing to be worried about. The Explosive Output Podcast. Holy Spicoli, it's the Explosive Output Podcast. Welcome, everybody. It's Matt Harrison. It's John Tuvey. It's Scott Fish. And uh, we're talking the NFL power rankings and the week that was, that was week 14. Uh, Patriots and Dolphins haven't played yet tonight, but uh, they will. They 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 would. Yep. <laughs> Sources say, <laughs> but, but they will. <laughs> that they will be playing this evening. Uh, we should mention that uh, Fanball. How'd you guys do in your drafts this weekend? I was great right up until last night when Matt. Antonio had, Brown went the, crazy. Not, well, Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought That's it was right. Lo- I had that in the in <laughs> yep. our podcast. But draft. as long as they're split, you know, as long as they're not on the <laughs> same team, I think I'm in good shape. Uh, yeah, that didn't that didn't work out so well. I was I was too Steelers light to win any draft. So I I it, I think I won that one. I, yeah, I, did I know you that won one. that one. Um, and I I pulled a zero from Jimmy Graham at tight end, yes. which was impressive. That's I thought. quite impressive. But it was all DeAndre Hopkins, Antonio Brown, and Roethlisberger. Yeah, there were some big boys that stepped up this week, and, and that's usually what you end up with a pretty star-studded team. Tight end was the tough week. I mean, you look at the the tight ends who performed well. We didn't know Zach Ertz, Trey Burton at that point. Ah. You know, we could have gone Burton, and then the rest of the you know Kelsey had. There, there was a guy tracking on Twitter the Kelsey touchdowns, which cost me in a playoff league, of course. You know, down at the half yard line, uh, dropped one in the end zone, and then overthrown. Uh, so he put, you know, he laid three t- uh, touchdowns on the ground, and like you said, Jimmy Smith with the big goose egg, and and even the Jimmy the, Graham or Jimmy Graham, Jimmy Smith didn't. Jimmy play. Smith, he, he had, he a, had goose a goose egg, egg either. Well. He well, he could have probably covered <laughs> Antonio Brown better than Brandon Carr was doing last night. That's for sure. Uh Hey. I came in second, second, third, fourth, and fifth in mine. So not in, in winner take alls. Yeah. <laughs> in in the drafts I did. So no first places, no last places though. So that's good. That's they said didn't come in last. If you ain't first, you're last. You're first loser. Mm. That's true. The uh, Thursday night game that happened was the Falcons, who won twenty to seventeen over the Saints. This it does a lot for the playoff picture in the NFC. Uh, kind of knocks Seattle out as of right now and uh, makes the, the division really up for grabs in the NFC South. Uh, the Panthers can come win it. Right now the Saints hold the tiebreaker, but they're both tied at 9-4, and four, and the Falcons are only 8-5, and five, so only a game back. So uh, Falcons also play the Saints in two weeks. So they, they could win out and uh, maybe take that division, steal it. Yeah, the only problem is those three teams cannibalizing each other's win totals and allowing you know uh, like you mentioned it puts seattle on the outside looking in those those three teams should get in but somebody might stumble as they're cannibalizing each other at the end of the year here and and that might bump one very deserving team there there's going to be at least one and possibly two or three deserving nfc teams left I, really, I really do think there will be a 10 team a 10 win team left out yeah. it just oh, feels I, that I, way there will be at least one if not two yeah yeah um the only way to make the bills colts game interesting to watch <laughs> was, was a was foot like of snow two feet of snow <laughs> on the field at any given time and uh, punts, punts were amazing 
<laughs> Everything was amazing. Like they just stuck. It was it was such a fun game to watch. And if you didn't watch it and you have the ability to go watch like the highlights or the replay of that game, it was just it was just fun to watch that. It reminds me of being a kid and going oh, yeah. out in the in the foot of snow to the park and just yep. playing a gross game of football. And as as analysts, we need that. That's this is the time of year when you're kind of running on fumes yeah. and you need that recharge and nothing like a good snow game yeah. to just remind you why you love this sport, why mm-hmm. you're doing this. And uh, it was great just seeing but Deshaun also, McCoy you, and Frank Gore plowing through snow. You get to snow. just throw everything else out the window oh, in those yeah. games because you, you, yep. nobody's passing the ball anymore. <laughs> like it, 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 Joe Webb is also all of a sudden the quarterback. What a weird game. Uh, Bills end up uh, winning that one in OT. It, yeah, I was watching the OT, and it did not look like anybody was going to score. They were just kind of back and forth, yep. running for two yards, falling down in the snow, slipping. And then and then McCoy breaks one off and wins. And game. you saw the money extra point. <laughs> First off, <laughs> the guts to go for two and, and get it and then have it waved off on a pretty shaky penalty. So now they've got to kick the extra point from essentially a 43-yard field goal. And out there, and using burning another timeout, sure. so they had enough time because they've got all ten other guys are clearing a spot for Vinatieri to kick. That yeah. was, I, I you know, my family is circling by as I'm watching this. I'm like, you gotta come see this. And then the kick, which looks looks like it's going out. And and kudos <laughs> to the announcer who said we're at, they're at the end of the stadium where it's going to blow the ball left, you know, and he's kicking into the wind. It's going to keep it low. Comes in low. And takes that sharp left and goes right between the uprights. Like I said, that was the only way to make that game watchable. That and Frank Gore, career high, 36 <laughs> carries. <laughs> Love me some Frank Gore. That's his age, right? I think so. That's true. First man to <laughs> match his age. his age. Oldest man to match his age in carries. Yeah. Uh, adios, Frank Gore. We hardly knew ye. Uh, Panthers, uh Take down the Vikings, thirty-one twenty-four. I think game the Vikings that, took down the Vikings. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I know. It was unfortunately, I was at a dance recital and didn't get to watch most mm. of this game. But uh, I got I got home in time to watch most of the fourth quarter and uh, see the comeback. I was listening yeah. to Paul Allen's call on the on the way home, and in the third quarter, it didn't sound good. No, I I had written them off by then. I I had already chalked that up as a loss. So when they came back and tied it, I was emotionally ready for them yeah. to to give it away um just really weird stuff with the vikings it, it was it was the game where everything went wrong yeah and they haven't had a game where everything went wrong for them get it out of their this system season now. and well they not only they got it out of their system but they were in it until the last yeah two minutes of the game yep. and 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 made a comeback in a game where everything went wrong the weird case keenum uh 20 yard pass that was considered a fumble yeah. The, the, the Stefan Diggs bouncing one off his helmet for an interception. Uh, just weird, weird drops that weren't drops, like weird calls. Well, and just you giving know, up 60 at, yards to at, Jonathan Stewart on uh, one play. Like Jonathan Stewart was running slower than my, <laughs> and, my children. And, and on one hand, Jonathan Stewart getting near the goal line and holding the ball over it for a split second is without it. I mean, it's a touchdown. They're, the way the rules are, that's a touchdown. And Adam Thielen making a phenomenal catch, landing on the ground. The ball still on his chest, but moving around is not a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, it's it made it tough. That the, needs to be looked into. Well, it, it will never change. They'll never tell us what a, what a catch is. I mean, they won't. 
Jonathan Stewart, three touchdowns. The Vikings had only allowed three rushing touchdowns going into the game. No, there's there's no <laughs> way you could have started Jonathan Stewart and, and felt confident about it. But this, to me, showed me if you have a defense but not a franchise quarterback, you have to – you can't make the mistakes that, yeah. that you did. And on the flip side, if you've got a franchise quarterback, you're always scary because the throw that Newton made – for the touchdown where he's off his back where we should have been sacked and he was off his back foot and he just threw a about a 45 yard laser to some guy wide open down the field for a touchdown mm-hmm. and then the 62 yard run that he had to set it up that's that's what Cam Newton does yeah I mean there's I don't know name two other quarterbacks in the league maybe Russell Wilson can make those plays yeah I, I don't know if there's another one those those are if you as long as you've got the franchise quarterback and, you got And he's you such a, shot. a freak and, and can be so hot one game and so cold the next game. Yep. And, and just the consistency of Cam is just it's something legs, that you though. can't you can't rely on. It's, yep. it's just if bizarre. He's, if he's heating up, uh, they take that division and, and they're a really tough out. Because that defense is, is pretty good too. But on the other hand, the Vikings, despite making mistakes, put up 24 and should have put up, I mean, how, what, three red, three red zone field goals they had to settle for? Yeah. So... Yeah. Cam Newton under 185 yards in five of his last six games mm-hmm. passing, but they're still winning. I, I can't believe they don't they're getting it. it done in these weird ways. Yep. Um, this game did not have snow and was basically unwatchable. <laughs> <laughs> the Bears beat the Bengals 33 to seven. Mitch Trubisky was let loose oh, against a Bengals defense that head. everybody was yes. injured. They were playing. Like the third quarter of a preseason game defense for the Bengals. Yeah, that that was that was about <laughs> that's, it. Their, that's their, fair their, to say. Their entire defense was hurt um, and, and inactive for this game. So it, while it's kind of surprising that the Bears go to Cincinnati and win thirty-three to seven, it's not when you just factor in no Joe Mixon, no Vontez Perfect, no cornerbacks, no nothing. It was just bad. And I don't disagree. And finally, Jordan Howard. <laughs> Does what he's supposed to do, uh, after you know. Everybody after giving uh, totaling like six points in two weeks, and pretty much people jumping off. I, the only reason you would have jumped back on the Is Joe Mixon bandwagon, all the injuries. Yep. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Jordan Howard bandwagon. Is if you read my article last week that said he would do this. Well, there you go. Wow. <laughs> That's right. You did nail. You did. You're considerate. Done. You nailed two out of three solidly. Very nice. solidly. Um. In the most brownsiest game and the most <laughs> packeriest game of all time, the Browns hold a 21-7 to lead going into the fourth quarter and somehow managed to figure out a way to lose in overtime. <sighs> that made me so sad. To the Green Bay Packers, coached by Aaron Rodgers in this game, almost single-handedly, you could tell as you were watching this game, as he was telling... Uh, he was doing the the what's the dude from Varsity Blues that got hurt? Lance. He was doing the Lance yeah. on the sideline. Yeah, nice. the Paul Walker. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then uh, he probably went home to oh, it's not Olivia Munn anymore. Who who else has he got dressing up in the whipped cream? Uh, <laughs> I think he's dating some uh, like Stanford soccer player or something like that. Well, well played. More, more power to him. Um, yeah, the the Packers. Uh, We'll probably get Aaron Rodgers back next week. Uh, Rams. How can you sit Brett Hundley after? I mean, he's been <laughs> awesome he, the last two he, weeks. He, he, he took the Buccaneers <laughs> and the Browns to overtime in consecutive weeks. That's not that's how. 
right there. All um, right. You convinced me. Uh, I have the Packers moving up quite a bit in my power rankings this week just for the fact that Aaron Rodgers is back and now that team's completely different. Oh. Now, have they, officially had the, uh, have they officially had the – MRI or the X-ray of his collarbone because they were doing that today. Weren't they holding off? Because last time they did it, they they were like checking it every week and they thought it prolonged his how long he was out. I, I know, know there was a different approach to it this time. I don't know. Um, another team that I moved up a ton in my power rankings this week was the San Francisco 49ers who are on a little bit of a win streak here. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, twenty six sixteen is over over the Texans and. Uh, Tom Savage, scary play where he like had like a mini seizure after suffering a concussion, and then they put and they him, put back, him in. back in. I mean, it's Tom Savage. Yeah. For for starters, there there really should be no reason to rush him back in. Um, by the way, I'm going to call this right now. Um, T.J. Yates is uh, going to be a sneaky take a chance on me style play. I think mm. wow. uh, dude threw two touchdowns uh, in relief of Savage. And we have so much tape of him being terrible. Uh, who's his <laughs> matchup? <laughs> Who does he play next week? Houston gets, uh, where are they? Where are they? Week 15. Uh, the, oh, no, the Jaguars. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> Take that out. Blake Bortles will be my. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Interesting, though, and, and this kind of goes to every backup quarterback when somebody was injured that came in, um, went to the go-to guy, went went to Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Steven Anderson, who had been building up some targets, yeah. completely left on the cutting room floor. Yeah. So. I think Hopkins is just the guy that well, you know, let's, let's freak it, out and give it to Nuke. If you're the backup quarterback and you come into the huddle and you look around and you're like, this is the guy I'm throwing to, and I, that's yeah. my number one read, and if I don't see him, I'm either throwing it into the sidelines or taking off and running like a scared rabbit. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the next game. The Chiefs win. The Chiefs win. They're back above 500, 26-15 over the Raiders. Yep, we found the uh, the point on Kareem Hunt. It's two months. <laughs> you know, After two months of absolutely doing nothing, put him back in your lineup. Yeah. So now do we now do we think that he's going to have like three or four weeks of really good play, and then and then the off season off or what? <laughs> uh, that that's the million dollar question. It also, I mean, the Raiders. This should have been a a chance for the Raiders to kind of take that division. They they could have. They they had they, the, they had the ability to. They play the Chargers coming up too, and they had the ability to just. Take hold of this division and and go into the playoffs if they wanted it. But. They did not show up until quarter four. No, that was brutal. That's true. Uh, Cowboys uh, had a big quarter four themselves. Uh, they were they were tied ten ten going into the fourth quarter with uh, Eli Manning back at quarterback for the Giants, and then uh, the Cowboys hung twenty in the fourth quarter and and ended up winning thirty to ten. I think we learned that uh, you know good feelings and and positive momentum and all of that gets you about three quarters and then complete and utter lack of talent. Yeah. You know, show, shows up. Yeah. That I don't want to talk anymore. about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and another, when, and when does Zeke come back? I mean, you talk, another 16. team you're talking about the Cowboys hanging around. Yeah. Hanging around. Uh, I, I have a league where I'm, I'm still in it and I have Zeke. 
And, and if I get to the championship game, you're going to dust off your Zeke. Dust nice. off my Zeke for the championship. Also, in that same league, I got Aaron Rodgers also sitting on IR wow. right now. <laughs> bring back Rodgers this week. Bring oh, back man. Zeke next week. No, Ooh, you're going to have to cut. Going. You're going to have to cut some guys that got you there. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I do have they no still problem with that? Do they still get a championship share? <laughs> Uh, another game I don't want to talk about. Actually, the next like three. Let's go. Let's go through these all in one group. <laughs> the Lions win twenty four twenty one over the Bucks and keep their playoff hopes alive. The Cardinals beat the Titans twelve to seven. How exciting! The Titans are not that good, like we've been saying all along. And the Broncos in a game that means nothing. Blank the Jets randomly twenty three to nothing. Anything out of those three games that you want to talk about? Ebron is back. He's, he was he, he ever here? So uh, back. E- e- Ebron, Ebron <laughs> showed up. Uh, Chris Godwin looked good, who I I am a fan of, so I'm glad that he's showing up. Uh, I think OJ Howard might have overtaken Brait. Oh, maybe? target, yeah, six to one on targets and one to zero on touchdowns. I have to look at the snap counts, but that's it's weird. it's yeah. felt like yeah. Uh, I don't know. Out of those other games, I don't really Yeah, know. the Titans just uh, – Marcus Mariota, we thought this was the year that he stepped oh. from decent to next-level quarterback, and he instead – I think it was like, you know, when you're playing that, was it green light, red light, or you, yeah. you take, fake that big step forward, and then he took a huge step backward. He's been brutal. It, yeah, he's, a, he's yeah. been It's awful. weird how that, that quarterback class with Winston and Mariota have taken just a giant step backwards this year yep. when, when everybody thought that this was the year that yep. both of those teams just from an offensive standpoint just take off. And also with the Jets, one, one parting thought, I think it just shows you how valuable – I mean, do we put Josh McCown in the MVP race because he – you know, he goes out, they put in Bryce Petty, and they can't score. Yeah. <laughs> against Denver. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, third all time in receiving yards now. Nice. In this game. But I, I think this says something about the type of players I have on my fantasy teams is that I, the they weren't necessarily piling up big stats. But they were passing guys on the all-time yeah. list. You know, Frank Gore moves into fifth place <laughs> on the all-time you rushing list. For the old guys There's, on your I, fantasy I'll teams. draft the cheap old guys. I'll yeah. stash those guys. Yeah. And Larry Fitzgerald too moves past Randy Moss. I'm like, you know, these are nice milestones. They don't mean jack in my fantasy league, but the old two v silo approach. <laughs> um, these next three games were a little bit more interesting. Actually, the last four that we're yeah. going over. Uh, Chargers. Uh, I think the Chargers are here. They they. Yep. They put the boot down on the Redskins and went 30-13. to 13. Uh, This game wasn't close the entire time. Chargers look good. Uh, good pass rush and, and a good offense. Phillip Rivers looks like he's uh, hitting on all cylinders right now. The AFC we've been kind of pounding on is a Patriots-Steelers thing, but I think the Chargers are kind of weaseling their way in, and they're going to be one of those teams that uh, is going to travel to Pittsburgh or New England. And I don't think that it's necessarily a given that they're they're losers in one of those games. No, they've got the defense to hold up with that pass rush. They could make things really uncomfortable for quarterbacks, be it Roethlisberger, Brady, you know, wherever they're going. Um, offensively, they can run and pass. I mean, they've got a balance both ways. And I think you know, look at look at Philip Rivers coaching up the Eckler at the end of the uh, half when dude didn't get down and cost him three points on yeah. that. Uh, on that nice run. I think Rivers is – I don't know that he's 
elite Joe Flacco level quarterback. <laughs> but he's the kind of franchise guy that Philip Rivers to Keenan Allen can take over a game, much like Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown can take over a game. I think they could just take over one of those defenses and yeah. and really make some noise. Keenan uh, Allen's inhuman. He's phenomenal. It's 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 now unless at his least, knee explodes. At, he's yeah, young when healthy. Yeah. At least uh, 33% of his games, he's at 100 yards or more. 47% of his games, 100 or a touchdown. Like, it's a coin flip every time he goes out there, whether he's going to get one of those. That's pretty amazing. It's unreal. Uh, another team that might be a tough out in the playoffs in the AFC, the Jacksonville Jaguars, 30-24 to over the Seahawks. Uh, nice win against a uh, Seahawks team that was, uh, you know, they're they're pretty hurt. Uh it, that's that's just the long and short of it. Seahawks kind of showed up, made it a game in the fourth quarter, but uh, Jacksonville holds on. <laughs> the first half was three to nothing, so that second half was probably very entertaining yeah. to watch if you were watching. Did, it. it was haymaker back and forth. Yeah. Did you see the Bortles touchdowns? Yeah, those were so like didn't even seem like Blake Bortles. They were so perfect, perfect touch on the one to. Uh, the the one to Cole, Keelan Cole, yeah, or, or was it Wes? Which one was the one that was just a soft touch into his hands? I forget, but man, I think both, that was the Cole one. Okay, Westbrook had to do a little bit more work at the end of his. Didn't yeah, he? I think. Yeah, both of those touch. Man, he was he looked really good, which is weird to say about Blake Bortles. <laughs> well, he's a top five quarterback. Who, who, who were the? Did you see the clip that's floating around Twitter of uh, I think it was Fournette at the end of the games? You know how did how did you guys see this? Well, we have a, a top five quarterback, and they cut back to the studio, and one of the announcers is covering his mouth because he's laughing. At, at, <laughs> at, you have to assume at that comment. So so think about this in the AFC: if the Chargers hang on and get the four seed, they would go to who we think the number one seed will be in New England. Right. So it would be Chargers, New England, okay, in the divisional round, and Jaguars, Steelers. And the Jaguars went to if Jaguars. The, if who hold, Jaguars are the three seed right Jaguars now. Jaguars would be the three seed going yeah. to the two seed Steelers. Yeah. So, oh, wow. That, so then the Jaguars won in Heinz Field this year. Mm, interesting. So All I know is I don't want to go to Jacksonville because they're going to throw stuff at me. You see the end of that game? That was brutal. That I was heard, ugly. I heard that uh, somebody had said something racist, and yeah. that's, that's what uh, set this all off. Well, in the he, crowd there. He secured, There's some really so, fancy people in Jacksonville, Florida. It, it was an abysmal failure on security's part because dude is almost in the tunnel and somebody threw something at him. So he stopped and started walking towards the round the gated area towards the crowd. Yeah. And then like three more things got thrown at him, and then one almost hit him in the head, and that's when he went. I mean, he was scaling the wall to get into the stands. Yeah. And I was having an exchange uh, with a, a couple of Twitter, Twitter followers, and one of them, the comment was, uh, yeah, for for having a large, angry man coming at you, they looked way too comfortable. He said, uh, I remember the guy in the uh, in the Pistons-Pacers fight had the same look right, right up until Ron Artest punched him in the face. I'm like, you know, <laughs> if you throw enough stuff at a guy, I'm willing to be secure to say, do you need a boost? Because I'll turn you loose up there. Yeah. I, I think that would – that would kind of quell that behavior. <laughs> um, the last two games were probably the uh, the biggest newsmakers of the week. The Eagles win 43-35, but they lose Carson Wentz likely for the season with a knee injury. Yeah, nothing official yet. Nothing official yet, but uh, 
All signs point to ACL. So they go into Vikings mode because that defense is legit enough to, you know, despite giving up 35 on the road to a pretty good uh, Rams offense, mm-hmm. that defense is legit enough to move you on in the playoffs. They've got enough weapons around Nick Foles. Nick Foles has been there. Yep. It it just it, it makes things interesting. I mean, with with Wentz, they were the favorite. Without Wentz, now it's it's a battle, and it and it goes back to you know, go back to the Jaguars Seahawks. You've got elite quarterback that can do amazing things with not as much supporting cast, and you've got or I mean, Jag, and the Jaguars have the defense with questionable quarterbacking. Mm-hmm. So now with the in the NFC, it's going to be maybe Russell Wilson gets in, maybe Aaron Rodgers gets in. You got quarterbacks that can make plays, and you've got well the first round more going, going into into Philly. Whether they um, hold on to the one seed or they or they end up as the two, I think they're going to get a bye. Uh, their last three games are pretty easy, I believe. It's uh, the Giants, the Cowboys, and uh, one AFC team in there that wasn't very good. Um, so the Eagles probably get a bye, but. They're going to have somebody coming in who's who's really Raiders, good. Yeah. They're going to get they're going to get the Rams coming in. They're going to get uh, the Panthers maybe. They're going yeah, to get one of those the Seahawks. Like yeah. like it, it could be the Saints. I mean, there's going to be a, a very good team coming into Philly. Well, if they're the one and the Packers sneak in a six, <laughs> it's Aaron Rodgers going to Philly. And then hopefully Breaking hearts. Aaron Rodgers coming to U.S. Bank Stadium for the NFC Championship game. By the way, both Gurley and Ajayi looked ridiculously good in this game. Oh, yeah, Gurley like, looked Gurley, every, every time I looked up and I rewatched this game this morning, amazing. And then Jay Ajayi, I was telling a, a coworker this morning, he was, seven for, or he was uh, 10 for 70 to start the game, and then they just, you know, five runs into the line at the end to, to run out the clock, gave him a 15 for 78, but he was he was crazy good up until that point. Put the ball on the ground once, though. He seems to see – is he a fumbler? No, okay. not really. All right. I won't it worry happens, about him then. LeGarrette Blunt's seven carries for 12 yards aren't as nearly as impressive. He did get a, a goal <laughs> line touch in which he did not score though, as well. <laughs> he caught a pass, <laughs> but, too. But that's – they don't give him goal line touches anymore, so I was surprised by that. And there's another reason why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other interesting game that was super high scoring, and you almost didn't want this to end because this was the good version of a AFC North rivalry yes. instead of the Steelers-Bengals bad version of an AFC North rivalry. There were some serious hits in this one. There were there that were, were not shots to the head. No, and like that's Harbaugh and Tomlin. They have they have pretty good teams that, for the most part, I think play respectable ball. Mm-hmm. This game, like those two teams, like you can see it. Yep. They respect each other, and they're just going to go and they're going to battle twice a year. And Joe Flacco looked good. Uh, it was obvious that the Steelers' defense really misses Ryan Shazier. Mm-hmm. Um, they just they couldn't catch up on the linebacking core. Uh, I mean, Alex Collins looked amazing in He's this game. He's a beast. Uh, Such it, a beast. So, and he got vultured too. Yeah. Oh. Got down to the two, and I saw Buck Allen. Yeah, Buck got Allen it. got a couple, didn't he? Yeah. So, it, I mean, this game was just haymaker after haymaker, like like you said about an earlier game, and and uh, the Steelers come up with another late field goal to win the game, their third uh, late field goal win in consecutive weeks, in three consecutive weeks, and their fourth in five weeks. They're winning by field goals, like every game. 
it, it leads you to believe is like how how do you how do you look at the Steelers? The Steelers can just hang in there and and beat people because they're that good that they. But they've also played down to the level of the Colts yeah. and 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 a bad Brett Hundley led Packers team and yeah and, and and the Bengals last week too. The Bengals were were decimated. They are the most confusing team for me. I, I still have them like top three or four, whatever. I don't. I, I just did it. But uh, the, my biggest issue is with them is not being sure what's going to show up. Great defense. Or just let them score and we'll score right with you or yeah. whatever. Let's go to our power rankings where the three of us all still have the Patriots, number one. If the Patriots were to lose tonight Miami, which they have been one to do in the past, Miami's kind of like their weird spot where they have trouble with, kind of like the Vikings in Soldier Field. It's, it's tough for them to win there. The Patriots, what if they lose tonight? What if they lose a close one? Like a seventeen sixteen game, would, it, would, would that would that make a difference for you in the rankings? Yeah. Does everybody stay healthy? Yeah, uh, probably not. Yeah, that's what I think. Um, I think the Patriots are just solid number one, and you, if, to beat the to beat the champs, you got to knock them off. Yep, to so. beat a man, exactly. Got to beat the man. Um, I still have the Vikings at two. And so do so I. Those fish. And the reason I didn't put the Eagles up to two, despite the fact that the Eagles won and the Vikings lost, was the Wentz news. That's exactly why I did it. Too. In fact, I probably would have had the Eagles three, but I dropped him down a few spots because of that. Yeah. I think he tapes it up and plays, and that's why I've got him at two. Really? I don't know. People it, have. It could <laughs> happen. I should I mean, say I, I checked that the latest news was last night, and they tested his ACL, and it seemed loose. Okay. But that was – they haven't had an MRI yet. Yeah. I – you know, I'm – I think they're in the same boat, and they've got the, what is it, a two-game lead or a game lead on the home field, and you mentioned the rest of their schedule. So I think NFC's got to come through Philly, and with that defense, it's not an easy venue to play. I, I So the Vikings would have to win out and get to 13-3. and three. And The Eagles would just and have they, to lose they have, uh, they have Packers, Bengals, and I'm doing it in the wrong order, and Bears. Yep. Uh, and so the only away game is at Packers. Yep. So that should be two that wins. That should be two wins and, and at least two. 50-50. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles have the Cowboys, Giants, and Raiders, as Fish just said. Um, Do they have the to Eagles, go to Dallas at all? The Eagles would have to lose one of the two NFC games, okay. either the Giants or the Cowboys, for okay. the tiebreaker to go in the Vikings' direction. So it would they'd have to lose to the Cowboys and the Vikings would have to beat the Packers pretty much. Yes. All right. All right. And uh it's it's at the Giants home for Raiders and home for Cowboys. Yeah. The Giants Eagles game earlier this season was 27-24. Those it, just like in the NFC North. Yeah. I mean it's a it, divisional game. You know you each just... other. Sometimes they, sometimes they can be those games. All right. That's true. So um Yes, yeah, so we've got the same four so are, teams. Are, are you stating are you think the Eagles are still better, Tuvi? I'm fine with that statement, honestly. It, it, it's either way. I, I I just didn't want to be a homer and, and put the Vikings <laughs> there, I guess. Maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think we've got a pretty clear four. It, you know, you go to a you go to a neutral site with any of those teams, even without Wentz, and I, I think – I think any of those four can. All right. Two of the three of us have the Vikings. Yeah, fine. Do that. That works for me. 
Uh, the Steelers, we all have at number three, and two of the three of us have the Eagles at four. And I think that's fair. Do you have the same top five? We do have the same top five, Matt. Yeah, cute. that's because uh, you copied mine. Yeah. I did mine first this week. I did not copy yours. You're do your homework, um, I still have the Saints above the Panthers. Two of you moved the Panthers up to five, though. Uh, it's it's the Cam thing. I mean, if Cam gets hot, uh, you know, he's he's as tough as any of those elite quarterbacks to defend just for the sake of the, the run, and that's, uh, that's a legit defense. And they're getting healthy. Greg, Greg Olson did not leave the game with a broken foot. He came back, so. And Devin Funches is starting to play the, like that. The Saints beat the Panthers twice this season, including last week. Well, does nothing for you. And then they go and lose to the Falcons, right? They did lose to the Falcons With, without yeah. Kamara. But, but by the way, they lost Kamara on the first drive. The right. the weird rule of like not being able to kick that field goal at halftime when they blew the whistle with two seconds left while the play was going on. And the Saints still had a timeout in their pocket to be able to stop the clock. And the refs just said, no, 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 you leave the field now. We're good. We're running this off. Like, I don't don't know if the refs actually screwed up the interpretation of the rule or if that is the rule. (laughs) But holy crap, that was bad. Well, you you outvote me two to one, so yeah. I'm I'm not you know like I said <laughs> like you've got those top four, and then I think you've got that next tier: Panthers, Rams, so Saints. I, I think the Panthers I think are that's firm, a, firmly at six, yeah, and I think the Rams are firmly at seven. Oh well, other than all three of us have the Panthers ahead of the Rams. Yes, all right. Yeah. Saints, was, Panthers, Rams. Yep. All right, there we go. Uh, we all moved the baby Jaguars up to uh, number eight. Especially if Bortles is legitimately a top five quarterback. you got to put him up there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If he's a top five quarterback, okay. they're probably number two, right? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're good. They're good. Uh, looks like we kind of have the same thing for the next few. Yeah. Falcons at nine. Yeah, yeah. Seahawks at ten. Chargers at 11. That's kind of settling in. Yep. And then, and Raven, then Ravens have just impressed me. They've really impressed me lately. Um, I will make a case that the Packers are the next best team. I think it's possible. I, I, I you, You'd have to make a case that Aaron Rodgers is the next best team. I think Aaron Rodgers is the next <laughs> best team. Healthy Aaron Rodgers, I think, is better than the Ravens. I don't know. On a, on a neutral field, with that defense, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Ben Not Roethlisberger sold. just put up 39 points against him. I think Aaron Rodgers can do at home. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, he could put up 35 with, with on it. a neutral field. <laughs> Is it, isn't isn't home home field worth three to four points? Yeah, I think three is what Vegas gives him. <laughs> I don't know. You've got you've got two Ravens over your Packers. If Fish, come on. Back me up I, on this. I, Where I, are you? I, I already said I have the Ravens slightly over the Packers. but uh, right. w- Would you rather see – okay, if I, I, I color-coded this for, for our uh, weird BCS playoff. <laughs> so it would be right now the 8-seed and 9-seed Jaguars-Falcons playing if we were to do a BCF playoff. Okay. The, the first round would be – the, the buys would be Patriots-Vikings-Steelers-Eagles. The Rams and the Seahawks would play in the 7-10 game. That's interesting. Okay. The Panthers and Chargers would play in the 6-11 game. Would okay. you rather see the Saints play the Ravens or the Packers? Oh, Ravens easily, right, John? Ravens. 
Well, you'd have you'd, the, the, the Packers are a scary shootout. playoff team. I yeah. get it, and they're, and they're fun to watch. That's, we that we haven't sure. seen Aaron Rodgers yet. No, kind of like we, we have don't seen know. Joe Flacco. We've seen enough of Joe, Joe Flacco. Hey, Joe Flacco's won as many Super Bowls <laughs> as Aaron Rodgers, so that is know, they're, true. They're even, and the Ravens' <laughs> defense is better than the Packers' defense. All right, I will give you guys the Ravens this week. I but think the Ra- next week, no, but I, the Packers I think get next Ohio week, stated. The, the the Packers will be ahead of the Ravens on this list. Mark my words. All right. Who do they get to go to overtime? What what Owen? They get Carolina three? this week in Carolina. The Packers. The Packers do. All right. Now, now if a, they, a win against Carolina. If they beat Carolina, yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, yeah. I, then it's the I, Vikings' job to knock them out of the playoffs, oh, basically. Yes. Or or at least uh, sign. sign uh, <laughs> or have Anthony Barr go clip <laughs> Rodgers. I was, I was, yeah, I was trying to think. <laughs> sign somebody that's going to be expendable and just say, you have one job. <laughs> All right, well, that's our top 12. Patriots, Vikings, Steelers, Eagles. And the Packers get Ohio stated. Jaguars, Falcons, Seahawks, Chargers, Ravens. I have the Packers next. Uh, Fish had the Packers at 13. Tuvi's got them at 15. We all don't like the Titans, who are 8-5, and by the way. (laughs) I have the Titans at 15. Tuvi's got them at 13. Fish has got them at 14. 14. So we all don't think that they're a top 12 team. No. But they'll make the playoffs easily. It's funny because the Titans, Chiefs, Bills, Ravens are all seven and well, Titans aren't, but Chiefs, Bills, and Ravens are all seven and six. Chargers are also seven and six. We like the Chargers. The Chiefs, Ravens, and Bills, one or two of them might make the playoffs still. Which is is a shame. I think we should petition the NFL to bring two NFC teams over. So the two ten win teams that aren't going to get in. By the way, I think that uh, Tennessee has Tennessee has a weird schedule the rest of the way. They go to at San Francisco, which I think they can lose that game. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Jimmy Garoppolo's sure. legit. Then they're home for the Rams. They can lose that game. Yep. And then they're home for the Jaguars. Which, did you hear Mike Trico maybe tip tip the hand last night? Because <laughs> he was talking, they were talking about the schedules of the teams, and they said, uh, and the Titans, I think it was during a, a halftime highlight or something, he said, and the Titans still have the Jaguars on New Year's Eve. <laughs> which implies that will be the Sunday night game. Well, New Year's right? Eve is the whole day. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't hear him say it. I would have needed to hear the inflection. Isn't New Year's Eve on a, Isn't it a Sunday? Sunday? Yeah. So Christmas Eve on a Sunday. They probably won't move. They probably won't flex a game. To Sunday night? To Sunday night if that's oh, New Year's Eve. Why wouldn't they? Because everybody will be out partying. Well, you gotta watch, have something. I'll, have, didn't, my, didn't I'll the, have my tuxedo. Didn't on college there. football do that a few years ago? And very few people watched the New Year's it's, Eve. It's probably game. one of the couple of times a year where ratings-wise, it's just that can't be a thing. They're gonna, they don't want to compete with Ryan Seacrest. They don't. I mean, right. Seacrest is a pretty amazing guy too. Did you just with. say Seacrest? Yeah, I remember the old uh, submarine Star Trek show that they yeah. had. Called Sequest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always thought its name would be better as Sequest. Anyway, so wait, that's week seventeen. Yeah, I don't think they even have night games on week seventeen. So they've always had one they in the past. They always do have one. They flex. No. They flexed a game to Sunday night. Let's see, week not 17. week seventeen. Yeah, they have. They really? always they always flex one to Sunday a, night. A meaningful play a playoff <laughs> well, deciding. They don't have one scheduled this year. 
That's because they, they flex it. They, they might not do it. All I right. bet they don't flex it. And they did not have one last year. Let's go to 2015. Oh. I think you're wrong on this. All right. Uh, last year it was the Lions and Packers. At night? Yeah. I have a 425 on that. Huh. I, okay, maybe they did. Maybe they flexed it and it just the original time is 425. All right. You it get, doesn't matter. <laughs> we'll, we'll. Let's fight about schedules. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's dig into these uh, amazing boxes of information that we have that will tell us what happened. Um, it, I don't think it's that necessary. Uh, notable. Tuvi uh, and I both have the Browns as the worst team still, but Fish has the Giants as the worst team. Start time of the Packers-Lions, according to the game book, was 8.30 p.m. Eastern okay. time last year. There you year. go. That, so, yeah, that the, was for a playoff spot last yeah. year. There will be the Sullivan. Maybe there will be maybe a flex. There will be. New Year's Eve flex. But night. that was New Year's Day, and nobody's doing anything on New Year's Day. Except but recovering. Around. Yeah, recovering. Um, so. Watching the Rose Bowl parade. Yeah, I have the Browns moving up a spot over the Giants because Josh Gordon is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's tough to argue with that. That's for sure. Um, if you're building a franchise right now, would you rather be in the spot where the Giants are with Odell Beckham, or would you rather be in the spot where the Browns are with Josh Gordon? Browns, not just because of Josh Gordon. They have the number one and the number five pick right now, <laughs> and they have like 20 billion picks next year. Well, and did you see the uh, – so they, they got rid of their GM, but they of the last two drafts, they've got 20 – Potential, I know. Long term, I mean, Sasha Brown like did an amazing. The guy job. missed, and he got all these picks over the next couple of years. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. They, they, I have, I have a bunch of Cleveland friends, uh, Cleveland fan friends, and they're like, they fired the wrong guy. There's, they should have fired the coach, kept the GM, or the owner. But that's tough to do. It's yeah. interesting because they, they had Sashi Brown in on the committee to find a football guy to help out with the team mm-hmm. and then he didn't know that he was finding his replacement. <laughs> oh, that's rough. That's that's pretty sucky right there. Kenny Britt cut though by the Browns. See another smart move. Yeah, there we go. We got rid of Kenny Britt, so we're we're all good there. Um yeah. Would it be easier to be a Browns fan than a Vikings fan, yes, by the way? Yes. Way easier. Expectations are lower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up and then It's like the line from Say Anything. You know, wake up depressed and then everything else is uh, you know, either even or ab- above. Yuck. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for joining, uh, joining the podcast today. And uh, thank you guys all for, for listening. Please, if you are listening right now, scroll down on iTunes on your little podcast page. And there's a little thing that's got stars. And then you click on that and you give it five stars. And then it says, do you want to leave a little review? And leave me a little review, and then I will I will read it in a vampire voice the next uh, nice next podcast. I could do it in my Peyton Manning commercial voice too. If we get if we get a good oh, one, yeah, we're almost there with with the jingle. <laughs> Basically, almost Basically. almost there. <laughs> maybe maybe next podcast we should just do in a character. <laughs> uh, I tried to do that on another podcast during the first right. uh, British game. What what do you do, Scott? I don't do. <laughs> okay, so so Scott's hosting. All right, All Scott right, hosts. So we're gonna do this right now with Peyton we're Manning improv. Uh, so you you host the show right now, and uh, you you'll have Peyton Manning as one of your commentators and Kermit the Frog. We're almost there with the show. Welcome to Fanball's almost explosive <laughs> output. <laughs> 
I'm here today with John Toovey. How you doing, sir? I'm almost there with the jingle. <laughs> Basically almost. And you met? Hi, Hold. This is Kermit D. Frog. Here to speak to you about today's fantasy greatness. Oh, boy. This means it's P. time to go. <laughs> we haven't even had our lunchtime drinks yet. Uh, We're almost there, though, with, with the drinks. Gosh. Basically almost. Let's go All get right. some flies. <laughs> Frog juice. Okay. That's good. Good. That's a good. We're show. almost there with the ant. Basically. <laughs> We're basically. Almost. Adios, everyone. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. The Explosive Output Podcast. There are two kinds of angry people. Explosive and implosive. Explosive is the kind of individual that you see screaming at the cashier for not taking their coupons. Fanball Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs>